And we are back on Buff Hub, a Buffalo Rumblings podcast. I'm your host, Steve Vega. Ladies and gentlemen, thank you again for joining me on your Friday, Saturday, Sunday, wherever you are, whenever you are listening. Thank you. I really appreciate it. Um, guys, it has been a tumultuous week. <laughs> we're, all, we're all sitting here and trying to digest how the Buffalo Bills are going to host a home game in Detroit. Last time the Buffalo Bills hosted a home game in Detroit, uh, I call it the Scott Chandler game where he's, you know, sh- fake shoveling the snow after scoring a touchdown. The Bills won that game. Um, look, I-, I-, I look at this situation with Buffalo, and it's-, it's-, it's what I expected. It's just the timing sucks, right? You never want to see the Bills struggle and leave the entire division open, leave the entire conference open. But, uh, you know, this is football. This is-, this is what we expected. Good teams were going to make good plays. Injuries were going to play a part. And uh, look, Buffalo Bills are going up against Cleveland, who just let Miami have their way with them. So I am actually excited for this game because it might be a tune-up game for this offense to to get their bearings again. I think when uh, you know you're the you're you're not the underdog anymore, and you, and you know you as a franchise have never been the front runner in the league literally ever except for like one or two years in the 90s right the fact is when you look at this game I mean look I'm gonna give you the game predictions right one two three four five six seven eight nine ten I mean like literally 10 people have this game Buffalo winning 30 to 28 31 to 21 24 to 6 20 to 7 22 to 17 38 to 22 26 to 23, 27 to 17, 33, 24, and (laughs) a stifling 12 to 3 game. I pray and hope it is not one of those games. Uh, The only way I would ever predict a game to be 12 and 3 is if the Buffalo Bills were actually playing in the snow and (laughs) some way, somehow they were just kicking field goals to win that game. Look, I, I am, I am baffled. Uh, obviously with what just transpired last week, uh, you know, in, in that Minnesota game, I predicted the bills were going to lose heavily and horribly. Uh, you know, if case Keenum was playing, I still had this Minnesota Vikings offense figuring out a way to attack this defense. I think they held it back as long as they could, however they could. And those young guys held it down the best they could look. And, and Cam Lewis had to learn the hard way that against an elite receiver, you smack the hell out of that ball like it's a volleyball coming right at you to win the game. Um, That young man learned a valuable lesson for the rest of his career. And unfortunately, it is also a lesson that's going to affect the rest of his career. I personally don't think it's a crazy big deal. I think that, you know, Buffalo needs to execute better offensively in the second half. It was horrible to watch that. I think a lot of us can honestly attest to uh, the woes that is, uh, you know, this Buffalo offense. And here's the thing. We knew eventually Ken Dorsey and this offense were going to show signs of just weakness, right? Uh, I called this back in the Jets game. I just saw a sense of the Bills playbook was running out of answers and they're going to have to go back to the drawing board and figure out how to confuse teams all over again because you're halfway through the season and those tricks aren't working anymore. And uh, I saw that I saw that plain and simple in that Green Bay game. I didn't think that game was a fluke. 
I really saw the offense was starting to get figured out by really good defense, although their offense couldn't keep up. And then they go up against another team, um, you know, in the AFC, NFC North that, you know, just was able to stifle them in this in the second half. And, it, you know, it, it's just one of those things. You know, he, he knows him. This guy knows that guy. They're from the same coaching tree, all these things. They're brothers. And then, you know, rumors get around about uh, what the Buffalo Bills are trying to do. And it basically culminated into the situation where now Josh Allen is going one, two, scramble, one, two, scramble. He's not checking the ball down. He is absolutely baffled that, the, oh my God, the teams are, are they, they know Gabe Davis is going to cut down the middle of the field in the post. Yeah, no, 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 no shit. It's literally happening every single game. Like, do something different. Dump it off. Get these guys involved. Like, like stop with the screenplays. If you just, if you just dump it off and have the mentality that one, two, dump off, one, two, dump off, you're probably going to have better success just scoring points, even if it's not a touchdown, you're at least getting your team in position. Josh, Ken Dorsey, you know, this offense just needs to figure out how to just take what the defense gives. Like, for the love of God, it was the most frustrating ending to ever freaking watch. It was worse than the Kansas City game. I really feel like it was worse because the Kansas City game, Buffalo was scoring. But this game, it was like they just stopped scoring. They stopped figuring it out, and everything just went kaput. And everyone's healthy on the offense. So what am I missing here? Oh, well, it comes down to that Ken Dorsey is unprepared again. That's it. It's three strikes. I'm done with you. Like, I don't know what else to give about Ken Dorsey because what I have seen is that he got in there. He was this hot shot. Everyone wanted to see what he had to do. You know, he's behind Brian Dable. Well, look what Brian Dable's doing. Look what Ken Dorsey's doing. Brian Dable has Daniel Jones. What happens if the New York Giants had Josh Allen? Let's not even go there. The fact is, Buffalo has a lot to figure out, and this is a perfect game to figure it out. And if they do not, Miami is going to run away with this division, and the Bills are going to be scraping their way into a wild card, get embarrassed out in the first round, and they're going to have to go back to the drawing board with all these superstars that are butthurt and wanting to get paid, and it's going to be a monster of a tornado that this franchise has never seen, and it's going to start a collapse. Okay, I'm done. They got to figure it out. They got to figure it out. This is what it all comes down to. I'm not going to go lightly on them this week. You know, they had all the entries, blah, 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 baby back BS. Fact is, what this all comes down to right now is the Bills have to be- have to do a better job of managing this team. The players are going to deal with injuries, right? Well, the coaches have to figure out how to manage this team better. If you're afraid of your players getting injured and you're up by two or three touchdowns, sub them out. Even if they're starters, sub them out. If you have faith, like you always say, well, you know, we got faith in Jaquan Johnson and, and you know, DeMar Hamlin, then put them in because, look, now everyone's hurt in the secondary and they're terrified to put Tredavious White out there because they feel like it, well, they feel like he's going to tear his ACL again on the turf. Well... You got You got to let take the training wheels off again, uh, off another player. I mean, what what else do what else do the Bills need to do? It's they they have to figure out who they are all over again, and it sucks. This sucks, and it sucks the life out of me having to talk about this team again in a week where it just doesn't make sense. Like none of this makes sense. I don't understand even what the game plan is to go into Detroit against Cleveland. I am 
guessing they're going to start dumping the ball off and that's going to begin to generate some better offense in the second half. Okay. If, if it works, awesome. But, uh, you know, I just, I just don't know what they're doing offensively. You know, that gives me any notion that I think they're confident in what they're doing. I honestly think that the Buffalo Bills got comfortable with their lead at 27 and 10, got conservative, and then they got got. Momentum got sucked out of that stadium the minute that team scored a monster touchdown run with Dalvin Cook. Gut check time, the Bills got no guts. Like, it was, like, the fact that a running back was able to just steal and, and, and just rob the momentum away from this team, it just made me think about this team on so many levels. It was from that point forward, they executed better. They wanted to win the game more. They played with more grit. And, and, and it was like, ugh. I have faith in this team. Do not get me wrong. As, as, as hard as I'm being, I have faith in this team. I think they can figure it out. I just, I don't know what it is. If you're coming to Buff Hub and you're asking me, besides dumping the ball off, what the answer is, I don't know what it is. I, I Maybe it's OBJ. We got to sign him. I think we're going to find out this week with another challenge of you're not going to have a home game. It's going to be in Detroit. So it's going to be neutral territory for both teams. Like, we're going to find out what this coaching staff is all about. This is all about the coaching from this point forward. The Bills are officially third in the AFC East, and they have dropped low to the second wild card spot. So, uh, I, I, don't, I don't really know what's next here. You know, I, I think that Josh Allen, I'm, I'm excited. Here's the thing, the underlying optimism I have with this entire situation is I'm excited to see the development of Josh Allen out of this. You have to break, you have to lose, you have to go through these things in order to become a better player. I'm a firm, strong believer in that. I really do think adversity will really show a lot about a player, a lot about who he is. I think Josh has, um, in a lot of ways, come full circle. I think there are some things that are, you know, they're going to start changing. Um, Did he revert back to some, you know, whack tendencies? Yeah, but, you know, Ken Dorsey isn't exactly doing him favors. Um... And, and you know there there has to be some there has to be some some balance here, right? Uh, I don't think right now Josh Allen. I think what this all comes down to is that is that Josh Allen has good balance with Ken Dorsey right now. I think this is the issue underlying this whole situation. Ken Dorsey believes Josh is being smart, not conservative. Okay, that's the mentality. You're basically telling me that you want to be the 10 and 6 New York Giants going into the playoffs and stealing a Super Bowl. You don't want to dominate and have home field advantage. You believe that even if this is going to culminate into several interceptions, more turnovers, more precarious situations for this offense, and we're going to sit here biting our nails every single game, then that's what we're looking at. We're looking at what I've said several times on Twitter, several times to different people. I believe that the Buffalo Bills have literally told Josh Allen, you are Brett Favre. You're going to throw the ball as much as you want. 
and we don't care if we win with you throwing three to four interceptions. You can apologize for it later. They'll thank you later because you won the game. A lot of people will. A lot of people will. But one thing that I think that I, I, I will say going into this game, I need to see... I need to see better of is, is Gabe Davis. Um, we're all sitting here and praying for OBJ and, you know, we're waiting for December to come around. We're waiting for him to get cleared. We don't even know where he's going to go yet. Um, nine out of 10 times, I think nine out of nine out of 10 chances. I think he's going to Buffalo still. Uh, but if this offense doesn't figure it out, even if he comes to Buffalo, what is he going to do for us? We don't know. It's an absolute unknown. Because of tearing the same ACL twice, right? We don't know how, how he's going to hold up. He didn't even know how he was going to hold up going into the Super Bowl. His, it just went out on him, and he's out of the game. It's like a, like, a, like, a, like a variable you can't control. He couldn't even control it. It's not, they're not exactly changing the turfs on these fields tomorrow, right? So, so we'll see. Tredavious White, you know, they're still they're still meddling with this whole situation with him. If they're going to bring him back in, I don't know. But, um, you know, really looking back at, you know, this Vikings game, I just sense that the Bills got scared. They started coaching scared. And uh, that really concerns me as a fan, right? I, I really do feel that whenever Josh makes a mistake on the field, it's because he's afraid of what's about to happen. He's afraid that someone's going to figure out what he's doing. I mean, if, if, you, if you ran into that podcast with Patrick Peterson, it, it's just one of those things where it's just like, yeah, I know you, you watch the film and oh, they always, they always have Gabe Davis, you know, cutting in, cutting in, cutting in. Yeah. Okay. But everyone knows that. It, there was hesitation. There was fear coming out of Josh's arm. You have to give credit, right, to the Vikings for standing up tall to the Bills and, and performing well. You have to give credit where it's due. I am not saying that they did not outplay the Bills. They flat out absolutely did, and they did an amazing job. Uh, would the result have been different with Jordan Poyer out there instead of Cam Lewis? Absolutely. But, uh, you know, you, you, you can't exactly always go with that because here's the thing. If, if we're going to say that for every single game, well, what's going to happen when we get in the playoffs and it's, we're in the same situation again, Cam Lewis is in the same situation again, I, I mean, he played great, right? Jordan Poyer probably would have batted it down because he learned his lesson from DeAndre Hopkins. So we can sit here and say, oh, well, they would have played this way. They would have played better that way. It's, it's just when you really look at it, it's all about the execution. And I think that's what the Buffalo Bills want to focus on, I think, for the rest of this stretch. It, they're not a bad team, right? It's, it's really going to come down to how they decide to execute. Are they willing to do anything and everything, right? Because it looks as though this is all, again, <laughs> it's like if there was a stock market 
uh, you know, the stock market was tracking, uh, you know, Buffalo, the Buffalo Bills relying on Josh Allen. It, it just felt like it was going okay, and then it just had a huge spike. Then it went back down, and a huge spike, and it's been like that all season. I don't think there's been any consistency whatsoever. The Bills tried to trade for Naeem Hines. Maybe this is a game where they're going to get him back. You know, we're going we're gonna to get him in the groove, and, you know, he's going to be able to really, uh, you know, show what he has. But, uh we're going to see because I'll tell you, this might be a game where we see them trying to pass heavy all over again because Tua Tagovailoa had his way last week against the Cleveland Browns. <laughs> Check this out. Zero pressures, zero sacks for Jadavian Clowney and Miles Garrett last week. This offensive line should win handsomely. If we see poor execution, someone's getting fired. I'm just going to be honest with you, and I think it's going to be Ken Dorsey. I really do think it will. Um, to slide down to 6-4 and four after you were literally crowned the Super Bowl champions and you're getting beat <laughs> three times in a row? No way, Jose. No freaking way, Jose. That's not going to happen. Such a crazy big stretch for this game right here. Look at this. November 20th, they have this game. Four days later, they swing around to still play at Detroit. We're not leaving Ford Field for Thanksgiving. Week later, so two two back-to-back Thursday night games. We're going to Gillette, right? Primetime game. And then the Jets come to Buffalo. And then the Dolphins come to Buffalo. Oh, my gosh. If the Bills can figure out whatever the hell is going wrong, we could probably see the strongest playoff push we have ever seen from this football team when it comes down to encountering adversity. This is good for this team. It's If they allow it to, if, if they allow this situation that they are in as a team to refine them, rather than destroy them, to to refocus them, rather than veer them off the course, if they allow it to build them, rather than destroy everything they've built. Guys, we're going to see the Super Bowl at the end of this year. It's just the way everything went to the point that it is right now. This 33-30 game, it, it has vibes of what happened in Tampa last year. I know we don't want to talk about it because Buffalo came back to tie it and all these things and we went to overtime and blah, 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 blah. All that crap happened. Look, look. I think this is the game. I think this is the next, these next three games. Mark my words. If the Buffalo Bills win these next three games, they're going to become unstoppable. They're going to be healthy. And then when the Jets come to Buffalo, Tredavious White comes back. I think when the Jets come to Buffalo, Tredavious White's coming back. If it's earlier, awesome. But if they win the next three games without Tredavious White, and the Jets come to Buffalo, Tredavious White starts. And then OBJ gets his first start. I'm just saying. 
I know I started off fiery. I'm sorry I had to get off my chest just like everyone else had to hold it all the way until Thursday evening to get it out. But we're here. That's my soliloquy. Tafini, I'm there. I'm, I'm, I'm excited for this game. I'm happy that we're not facing Deshaun Watson <laughs> after the stretch that we're having. I'm just going to be completely honest. I am thankful for where the Browns are, and I am praying and hoping that the Buffalo Bills take full advantage. I mean, listen, they're, listen last week in the first half, seven points against Miami. In the second half, 10 points. Miami dropped 39 points on this team. Jacoby Brissett, he's just run of the mill, tries to keep it close, hopes that his defense can stand up tall. 212 yards, one touchdown. Nick Chubb, 11 carries for less than 70 yards, but he still averaged 5.7 yards in the touchdown. They give you the numbers you expect offensively without a stellar quarterback. Defensively, they just could not hold Miami back. Miami had their way. 7.3 yards, over 190 yards rushing, close to 300 yards passing. 3rd down efficiency, last week they were 5 for 12, the Browns. It, it, it's just they, they get beat by better teams so long as they execute. As these other teams execute, they're good. And let me tell you, Miami is one of those teams the Bills need to be prepared for. They're one of the teams they need to be prepared for. Miami is not going to stop. The only way Miami loses this division is if Buffalo stays undefeated and then beats them in Buffalo. That's it. Buffalo is a team to do. Buffalo knows it. Six and three. And look, I only got one last thing to say before I close out here. It is.